This is episode 112, Feeling Lighter, both physically and emotionally, with Lindsay. Welcome to Over It and On With It. I'm your host, Christine Hassler, and for over a decade, I've been a life coach, speaker, and author. Each week, you'll hear me work directly with a caller as I coach them through a goal they want to accomplish or an obstacle they may be facing. I'll provide a blend of practical and spiritual advice as well as tangible actions you can apply to your own life. Now, let's get on with the episode. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks again for listening. I want to start by thanking some of my recent reviewers. It always means a lot when you leave a rating and review. It's super simple. Just go to iTunes, search over and on with it or my name and you'll find it. You can just click the stars to leave a rating. And if you'd like to spend a minute writing a review, I always love those. Want to thank JAF833 who wrote, there's no one like Christine, fantastic podcast. Also want to thank uh, Miklo8721, don't know what your full name is, who writes, I'm so glad I found this podcast. I'm learning so much already. Christine has such a non-judgmental and pleasant way of expressing herself that it really helps to hear her message. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, I have worked on receiving acknowledgement, which is something that comes up in today's episode. It's so important that we're able to receive acknowledgement. And I know a lot of you out there, especially those of you who deal with people pleasing a bit, sometimes have trouble receiving acknowledgement or compliments. So really listen to my coaching call with Lindsay today. We cover a lot of ground, a lot of ground. We begin with talking about weight and diet, and then we shift into talking about depression and then emotional issues. So listen to the whole thing. Make sure to listen to my breakdown as well and pay special attention when I talk about her ability to receive. Because a lot of times when we struggle with self-worth issues and we aren't able to really generate a lot of the things that we want to generate in our life, it's because we have a block to receiving. Now, if you want to have everything that you dream of and live a fulfilled life, it's great to give, but you got to balance that out with receiving as well. There's such an emphasis on giving, 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 serving, 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 and that is important. It's a huge part of my mission. But if I don't balance that out with receiving, then I'm drained. I'm drained. And down the road, I could end up resentful. And who wants to end up resentful? Definitely not me. So I received the acknowledgments from those of you who left ratings and reviews, and let me just be an inspiration to you today to receive the acknowledgments in your life. And you know who the best acknowledgement comes from? Yourself. So right now in this moment, just give yourself some self-acknowledgement. Just internally say, I'm proud of you. You're doing a great job. You look smoking hot today. You have great taste in music. Whatever it may be, Give yourself that acknowledgement. So like I said, we cover a lot of ground in this coaching session with Lindsay. Releasing weight is a topic that comes up on the show a lot, and I'm very passionate about it. I actually just did a couple videos with Drew Canoli of FitLife TV, and you heard Drew, who was on my coach's corner a couple weeks ago. If you didn't listen to that, go back and check it out. We did one video on why willpower is not enough when it comes to weight, and we did another one on why you're not losing weight no matter how hard you try. And I'm going to link those YouTube videos up in the show notes. You can go and grab them there. The other thing I want to mention is we do talk about depression. And 
a lot of people ask me about my journey with depression and how I got off antidepressants. And I share more in this episode, but I really want to emphasize that I didn't just stop cold Turkey and I didn't do it on my own. I had a lot of support, psychological support, mental support, physical support, spiritual support. I really set up a protocol and a team around me and I weaned myself off. It wasn't an overnight thing. I didn't just wake up one day and quit and that's something I emphasize a lot because I think sometimes people just try to do that. And then like Lindsay, they find themselves three months, six months down the road struggling again. And then they go back on the medication and then they beat themselves up. And, and I did that all through my twenties. I'd, I'd quit and then I'd go back on and then I quit and I go back on. And each time I'd go back on, there would be more self-judgment. And finally, I think I was around 29 or 30. I really set the intention to slowly, slowly come off of them. And I had the right teachers and mentors and support system around me. So if you're really feeling ready, invest in the support system around you so that when you do start to wean yourself off, you have a team and you have support. So speaking of support, ladies, let's talk about bras for a moment. You know, a bad fitting bra can really ruin a look or make you uncomfortable all day long. And a good fitting one can really make you feel amazing and look amazing too. But I don't know about you. I really hate going and shopping for them. I hate taking off all my clothes and trying them on and not knowing which size to pick. What if you could skip all that hassle and find the perfect fitting bra in minutes? Does that sound good? Well, if so, you've got to check out Third Love. I'm so excited that Third Love is a sponsor for the show. You can go on and take their Fit Finder quiz and they'll recommend the bra that's right for your size and shape. I did this. I filled out the quiz. I actually was surprised about the size they recommended, but I was like, okay, I'm just going to try it because it's not usually the size I buy. Oh my gosh. When I received it, it was like, this is, this is the size I need to buy. And I'm not going to be sharing that publicly, but uh, third love is obsessed with finding the perfect fit. That's why third love is the only lingerie brand that offers bras in half cup sizes. And best of all, you can try one of third loves, amazingly comfortable bras free for 30 days. Just pay $2.99 for shipping. And you can really try it. You can cut the tag off. You can wash it. You can wear it all day. You might even forget that it's on. And if your third love bra isn't your new favorite, no problem. Just return it or exchange it for free. So here's how you go take advantage of this. Go to thirdlove.com slash over it. T-H-I-R-D-L-O-V-E dot com slash over it. Now to find your perfect fitting bra and try it for 30 days. We'll put that link in the show notes. Again, thirdlove.com slash over it. And now let's get over it and on with it with Lindsay. Lindsay, welcome to the show. What's your question? Hi, Christine. Thank you so much for having me. My question is, well, basically, for the past 13, 14 months, I really don't dived into this self-discovery, self-help. I really have taken your course before. I've taken one other course. I've read a lot of self-help books, and I've really just been trying to better myself as a whole. And the last several months, I've you know, I got a new job. I'm making more money. I found a wonderful man. I, all of these good things are happening. I'm moving out of my parents' house finally after seven years, but there's just kind of one area in my life that I can't seem to get a hold of. And that's my health. I've had a variety 
of issues throughout, throughout the years. Um, I've been on antidepressants for over a decade. I tried getting off of them um, about six months ago, thinking, you know, some stuff is going a lot better in my life. I'm able to process things better that I don't think I need this anymore. And after about a couple months, I was miserable and went back on them. I have a lot of weight issues and acne and chronic pain in my neck and back. And I've done, you know, the chiropractor and acupuncture and all of that. And nothing seems to be working. And I hear, you know, you talk a lot about listening to your body. And that's the kind of thing that I don't understand how to do. Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, all of these things are going so well. But this is this is just, you know, a big part of my everyday and with the low energy and all of that. And I just, I am trying to figure out what I'm missing or what is something else that I can try that it's not, you know, the Western medicine approach because it's just getting... <laughs> Very yeah. tiresome. Yeah. Well, first of all, like, yay on all the progress and work you've done. Like, considering it's only been a year, and look at how much you've shifted. So, first, let's really look at what has changed. So, give me, you said that you've got a new job, you've got a new man. Those are the sort of the external things, but obviously, you had to create some internal shifts to create those. So, what were some of the internal shifts that you made and some of the new awarenesses that you have? Well, I took your personal mastery course last year and I did a lot of self-reflection. I did a lot of, you know, writing to to the people in my past that have really created a negative, toxic energy in my life. I've learned to really like think before I react. I've learned to not, I, I catch myself now when I'm like playing the victim in certain situations when they don't go my way. I have really caught myself and I've caught myself just a lot with when I start to feel negative or think mm-hmm. negatively, I stop, I like, I'm now catching myself, so, Beautiful. which before I didn't even notice that I was really doing anything quote unquote wrong. Um, and so I just, and I make sure that I keep listening to, you know, podcasts every day and I'm keeping, I do things every day to keep me in that mindset. That's amazing. This is amazing. Such amazing growth. But would you say that your relationship with yourself has shifted? Absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So (laughs) it's important to look at how far you've come when you're looking ahead in terms of where you want to go, because it's, it's, it's like climbing a mountain and knowing that you have five miles ahead of you and only looking Mm -hmm. at what's ahead. But looking behind you and going, oh my gosh, I've already climbed 10. That's awesome. Right? <laughs> Very true. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. So this is good. And we wanna we wanna stay in because with the antidepressants, are you aware of where the depression comes from? Does it come from suppression of emotion? Does it come from suppression of creativity? Does it come from unresolved issues? Like what do you think the core of the depression is? Um, I think before this year, um, unresolved, a lot of, a lot of stuff from like my past and childhood. Um, but also then it's like, even when all of these good things are happening to me, all in a very short amount of time, I got overwhelmed and I didn't really know how to process all the good things either, mm-hmm. which kind of surprised me, but it was because of all the good things where I felt like I need to go back on my on my medication, I'm on a much lower dose than I've ever been. So, I mean that's good, but I was still overwhelmed and didn't know how to deal with it all. 
I don't know if that answers your question. Yeah, it was a hard time taking taking it in. So that could be an upper limit thing, which I'll circle back to. But let's talk about getting off antidepressants for a moment because it's something that I did and a lot of people ask me about it. And it yeah. wasn't easy. I didn't just stop taking them. Okay. I, I weaned myself off. I had I was doing a lot of emotional release work. I had a coach. I was in my spiritual psychology program. I was meditating. I was married at the time. I had a lot of support. And the other thing was I was really conscious of what I was eating and drinking. I didn't drink for like two years because alcohol is a depressant. And I also want to ask you how much gluten you have. Well, currently I'm doing MetaFast. I don't know if you've heard of that. No. No. Okay. It is very strict. <laughs> I, it's like a... I do five MetaFast meals, which consist of their food that I buy from them. So that can be anything from shakes to soups to popcorn to bars. And then I have one lean and green meal a day. And I've been on that for like four months and I'm down 25 pounds. Okay. So let me just stop you. I, I don't know. Okay. I don't know who they are. I don't want to badmouth a company. However, this is both my opinion and my opinion comes from a lot of personal and professional experience and knowing a lot okay. of people in the health world. So you're, you're trying to lose weight through just restriction, which can create a temporary result, but it often doesn't get to the core because there's two things that weight does. Number one, it's alerting to us that we're protecting ourselves in some way. Most people that are carrying weight want to hide in some way, have some kind of old abuse have wanted to be invisible at some point in their life. So the body hears that and the body doesn't know how to make itself invisible and it doesn't know how to make an armor. So it puts on weight. So that's one thing. The other thing, weight that is, um, cause I do think we have a very skewed image of what we're supposed to look like, but if you, mm -hmm. if you really are overweight, like you have weight that's not healthy on your body, other times that's the body alerting us to something we're eating isn't right or our thyroid is off or something like that. So going into a one-size-fits-all approach program that relies a lot on restriction and isn't taking to ac into account what your body may really need, if I was in your shoes, I wouldn't be doing it that way. Okay. And I think, like, I'm down 25 now, and let's, I'm just going to say I'm, in be I'm between 160 and 180. And I, I truly, honestly, don't care about the number. I just want to feel comfortable enough to, like, you know, go on the beach in a bikini. And I haven't had that in many, many years. So just, it's not it's not the number, but I just feel like I have a way to go, a ways to go. I hear you. I understand that. But do you see how you're doing it through, like, whatever it takes and the restriction? Yes. Like, what's going to work? Yes. And, like, if I, yes. if I was with you, I'd want to read the ingredients in the bars and the shakes. And I'd probably find a lot of things in those bars and shakes where I'd be like, uh, this is a chemical. Uh, this is an artificial sweetener. Oh, uh, this is corn. Uh. And, and it would make me cringe. <laughs> and see, so part of really like loving our body is, and, and it's, it's about living too. Like I, I, it's not like I'm saying, you know, only eat kale and raw almonds. Um, but we want to eat as much real food as we possibly can and not the processed stuff. And we also want to know like what our body likes and what it doesn't like. Like for me, 
one of the things that was key to getting over my depression was totally eliminating gluten from my diet. Because gluten isn't just, it doesn't just cause stomach problems. It also can cause kind of brain fog and brain heaviness. And I had the kind of depression that wasn't like I couldn't get out of bed. It was just sort of like a, uh, like feeling. Yeah. I don't know if you can relate to that. A little bit, but mine was definitely more can't get out of bed. Okay, good. Like I didn't want to do anything. Okay. Not, not good in the sense that I'm happy for you, No, but good (laughs) in the sense of it gives me something to work with here. So if it really did sort of get you to that point where you couldn't get out of bed, it's probably the Mm -hmm. combination of all the emotional suppression that has been going on for years. How old are you now? I'm 28. Okay. So for at least 20 years, we'll say that mm-hmm. on some level your physical body is remembering and it's it's literally weighing you down. So Lindsay, I think the weight is also tied to emotional baggage that you still are carrying around. Okay. So when I when I this is good news. This is good news because you can let that go. So when you did mastery, my my course, um yeah. there was the emotional module and there were exercises in there called the temper tantrum technique. Did you do that? I did that once, yes. Okay. So once isn't enough. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So the other thing that I find with, with weight release is that when there's a lot of suppressed emotion, anger, sadness, shame, whatever it may be, it literally takes up entered energetic space. It, it physically can weigh us down. Okay. So what I think is sort of the next level for you, and you've come so far and and I kind of hear you going, Oh no, like more, but this is all really, really, really great news because, you know, you called in, you got a session and I can relate to a lot of what you're going through in terms of the depression. You know, we all have our different experiences with it. And maybe, maybe today is really about getting sort of your next set of information that can kind of course, help you course correct the way you're approaching the next level. So yes, I do I, like that. Okay, okay, good. I really want you to, to, to let go of I'm doing it wrong because you're not. You're doing awesome. You've made so much progress. You're not doing it wrong. It's just you've had a divine appointment to be on this call with me today and maybe you're just having a little bit of a pivot. You're getting new information that may result in you making some different decisions. At the end of the day, Lindsay, it doesn't matter what I think. It's got to resonate with you. So after we hang up, you've got to feel into everything that I said and really ask your inner knowing and your body what the right next step is. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Okay. But you want it, you know, the thing that perpetuates depression and makes it hard for people to get out of it is by thinking, oh my God, there's so much more because it reinforces the negative belief that I'm broken, there's something wrong and I'm doing it wrong. Okay. Okay. And all of us, all of us have emotional baggage. It shows up differently in different people. And the good news is it can be, it can be cleared. It can be released. You have mastery. What's beautiful is the course is open again right now. So you can take it again as a grad, you can go through it. You have the support. And now it's time to do a little bit more of the emotional release work. At the same time, I would highly, highly, highly recommend finding a really good, like holistic nutritionist, getting some food intolerance testing done and really finding out what your body wants. 
Okay. Okay. How do you feel about that? Good. One more thing on like the emotional baggage and like the whole trying to release or taking in extra weight. Is that also like connected with when I'm feeling really sad one day or depressed? Like I still have a hard time. Like I'll grab, you know, the the junk food and I'll have a hard time like stopping. Is that all interconnected? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. I'm trying to break that habit of, because food has always been my quote unquote best friend in the past when I've been depressed and I'm really trying to break that relationship. And I just, I'm assuming it was all connected, but I just wanted to just double check. Yes. How do you think it's connected? It's like I'm so depressed or sad about one thing. So I try and find something to make me happy or something to, to put my mind on something else Mm -hmm. that is, that is quote unquote good rather than trying to deal with whatever is making me sad or upset that day. Yeah. Well, and here's, here's sort of the thing. Oftentimes when we're craving food, it reveals to us what emotion we're suppressing. And I did a podcast with Alexandra Jamison probably a year or two ago. If you scroll back in, you can find it. But one of the things we talked about in that podcast was how, you know, when we're craving something sweet, it's often because our inner critic is really, really loud and we're craving something like to, to make, to give us that sweetness. When we're feeling anxious or overwhelmed or stressed out in any way, we want salty, crunchy type of things. And that's me, salty all the way. Yeah. Yeah. And the other (laughs) thing is when we're feeling stressed or overwhelmed, you know, stressed in any way or not fulfilled in our life, we just binge Mm -hmm. and binge and binge because we're looking for a way to feel full. So if you're craving that salty, crunchy, that reveals to me that there's probably some anger to let go of. And that's why in mastery, I teach the temper tantrum technique, which is like an anger release technique because... I've seen over and over and over again, people, especially women, have a really hard time releasing anger. And people challenge me on this because they're like, no, we're not supposed to indulge in our negative emotions and we should be able to just to choose a different vibration. Eventually, as we evolve, we get there. But mm-hmm. at, at a certain stage in our growth and development, when these emotions are in there, the only way to free ourselves from them is to get them out in a therapeutic way which is what I teach in the course. And so I want you to, to do that because you'll, you'll find I have had so many people that I've worked with, you know, even at a retreat or whatever, when they start doing the kind of emotional release work I'm talking about, they release weight. Not because it's a calorie burn, but because it's like that energetic weight is being released. Okay. I just, you know, I want to support you, sweetheart, and not jumping from diet to diet for the rest of your life. I don't want to live that way for the rest of my life either. So... Yeah. I no, I appreciate all of this. Yeah. You know, did you hear my podcast a couple weeks ago with Tiffany where um we talked to her body? Yes. Okay, great. Yep. Could we do that with you? Yes. Okay, beautiful. Beautiful. So why don't you just close your eyes and take a nice deep breath? And just know that in this moment you're really safe and really supported and really loved. And that nothing's wrong with you. And just feel into how grateful you are for this body. Like you're alive and you have this body that works. That's awesome. And just send that love throughout your body from the tips of your toes to the top of your head. And know that your body is not your enemy. Your body is not something to fight. And the weight is not something to hate. 
it's protecting you, it's serving a purpose. So I want you just to picture the weight, really feel it, sense it. And tell me when you're connected to it, like you can kind of feel the weight on your body that you'd like to release. I feel it. Okay. So I just want you internally, and then, and then when you get the answer, I want you to say that out loud. But internally, just ask, you know, wait, what's your message for me? What are you here for? And then don't think it, just speak it out loud. Just let yourself free flow. Christina, I have such a hard time, like, listening and finding, like, hearing an answer. I guess I, I've right. done meditations in the past. Okay, stop. I... Did you open your eyes? <laughs> For a brief second. <laughs> I'm so, sorry. That's okay. So don't open your eyes. Okay. So part of why it's hard is because there's pain. And if you're quiet and still enough for long enough, you'll probably feel it. And you don't have to go there right now if you don't want to. A simple step would be just to start writing, letting the weight speak through your hands. But let's just try one more time. Keep your eyes closed. No, there's no wrong answer. There's no wrong answer. So just asking that weight, and, and I can even ask it. So this weight that's on Lindsay, I see you. And I know you're here for a purpose. And in supporting Lindsay and being free and healing, could you just talk, could you just share what your message is, what your purpose is? Why are you hanging on? the guilt of kind of not wasting the last several years, but just being so uncomfortable in my body for so many years and being able to let that go. What else? How do you protect Lindsay? By giving her comfort. Mm. How How do you give her comfort? Is it through food? Yes. Okay. Okay, so this is great. This is a great start. So I know you kind of knew this intellectually, but let me just ask the weight a question. So keep your eyes closed. So wait, Mm -hmm. if Lindsay found other ways to really soothe herself and really comfort herself and deal with her emotions so she doesn't have to hold them all in, would you be willing to start to release? Yes. Hmm. Hmm. So now I'm going to ask Lindsay. Did you see how clear this was? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So first, I want you to stop making the weight wrong. So tonight, I want you to write an apology letter to your body. Okay. For how often you're judging it and to the weight, <laughs> an apology and a thank you letter, really thanking it for being here. And we don't have to go into the whole story of it now, especially since I know you're in mastery and I can support you there. 
But in terms of the kind of main traumatic event that happened to you as a kid or the challenging things that really happened to you that maybe feeding into this emotional suppression, can you just give me like a one to two sentence overview? Um, yeah, really, really icky divorce with my parents, my dad in and out of my life, a lot of verbal abuse. And then I lost him in 2009 Okay, from cancer. Okay. So there's a lot there. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of times when there's an icky divorce, neither parent is available to soothe the child. Makes sense. And we, you know, the things that we didn't get from our parents tend to be the things that are missing developmentally as adults. So if we didn't get validation, we're not very good at validating ourselves. If we didn't get structure, we're not very good at structure and discipline. If we didn't get um, a lot of affection, you know, we're not very good at intimacy. If we didn't get soothing, then we're not so great at soothing ourselves. And you probably had a lot of mixed emotions and between the icky divorce and the verbal abuse and everything like that, where you really needed someone just to be like, oh, Lindsay, sweetheart, I'm so sorry. It's okay. You're okay. Here, let me just stroke your hair. Just come and sit on my lap and I'll just hold you. I'm guessing you didn't get so much of that, huh? Yeah, the first two were really big. And I was kind of like the adult with my dad. Yeah. And the validation is something I've, I've been constantly looking for my whole life. Yeah. Yeah. So in a lot of ways, food has become a parent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's really hard to let a parent go. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. So what's present for you now? I... I know I really need to find other ways to soothe myself, like incorporate exercise in my life, meditation. And it's these things that I, I feel like I've known that I've needed to do, but I always find reasons or excuses not to do them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I guess I just don't understand like why I know these things. So why is it so hard to implement them? Well, what happens, especially when there's verbal abuse, is we internalize a lot of it. So there's probably some misunderstandings about you not being worthy. And when we have a belief, a misunderstanding that we're not worthy, it's hard to receive. Very true. Like if I gave you a compliment, honestly... If I, if I was like, oh my gosh, Lindsay, you look amazing today. I love that dress. Tell me which response would be most typically you. A, thank you. B, oh, this, you know, I got it on sale. Or C, oh my gosh, you look really great. I love your dress. Yep. One, uh, two or three for sure. Like, oh, stop. Or, oh, yep. no. Or, yeah. So not so hot at receiving. Yes. Yeah. And that's like too with this with this new guy, he's just very different than all the others. He's actually very nice and compliments and treats me with the way I deep down I know I deserve to be treated and I have a hard time um accepting that too. Do you want to sabotage it? See, no, and that's all I've done in the past. So mm-hmm. I'm 
Yes. So I'm giving you a alert, like a ding, ding, ding. I don't know. Like, a, <laughs> like if I had a megaphone, yeah. I'd be like, okay, this is like a make it or break it. Yeah. And at some point, Lindsay, you've got, if you're, you're going to have to just choose to know you are worthy and to know your father was not God and the things he said about you were not true. And to start finding that voice inside you, that loving parental voice that tells you, you are worthy, you are enough, you are beautiful. I love you. Because the more you do that, the more you'll be able to receive your own self-soothing, the more you'll be able to receive compliments, the more you'll be able to receive the love that this man is generating to you. Is he um, mentally ill? My boyfriend? Yeah. No. Is he blind? <laughs> No. <laughs> is is he deaf? No. <laughs> um, is he delusional? I sure hope not. <laughs> okay. So so he can see you, he can hear you, he's not crazy, and he doesn't imagine things. So given all Correct. that, given all that, it sounds like the things he's saying are probably true. Yeah, that makes sense, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. So are you going to let your critical voice of your father be louder or are you going to let the voice of this loving man that's in your life now and the voice of your own inner parent be louder? It's about time to let the latter. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, your, your dad has passed, but you're keeping him alive inside of you. Stop wishing you would have gotten it from him and start accepting it and giving it to yourself in the ways that are available to you now. Deal. Yeah. So this was a lot. Take a deep breath. (laughs) So just so I can make sure before I let you go, what are your takeaways and what are your next steps from the call? I am going to do more emotional work. I'm going to write an apology and thank you letter to my weight. I am going to be a part of your personal mastery course again and do a lot more of the emotional work that comes with it. And I'm going to let go of the past and start letting, start focusing more on the future and believing that I am worthy and knowing that I'm worthy and receive, letting and receive it from other people. Beautiful. And does anything resonate for you? Cause we talked a little bit kind of on the physical level as well. Do any changes feel appropriate to you on that level? I need to really take a hard look at the diet that I'm doing and find a more practical one. And I really like the idea of finding a nutritionist to help with that so I can let this weight go, which hopefully will then take away other physical and mental issues that I've been dealing with for a long time. Yeah. I mean, because you might be allergic to something and that might be the acne. It might be something as simple as that. It's not necessarily about being more practical. It's about it being more aligned and unique to you. Okay. And, and getting, okay. getting you off the diet treadmill. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is. Yes, I'm for sure going to do that. Yeah. Was this helpful? Absolutely. I. Yes. Thank you so much. I've really been trying to get on here and I just really, yeah, I'm very inspired by you and everything that you do in your podcast. So I just want to thank you for that. 
Well, I'm, you're welcome, and I may get in trouble for this, but do you have one of the bars or shakes handy? I actually do have. Um, I have a package of some cinnamon and brown sugar cereal crunch that is one of the snacks. Oh wow! Okay, can we read me the ingredients? <laughs> Soy protein isolate, corn flour, tap, tapioca starch, pea fiber, sugar, natural flavor, salt, circulose, and maltodextrin. Oh, wonderful laxative! Awesome. So we have sucralose and maldextrin. Okay, so so soy, most people, soy is mostly genetically engineered. It's really not good for most people. Corn, really hard to digest. Also, a huge food allergy. Sugar, I mean, sugar, sugar. It's just not sugar, great. Yep. Quote unquote natural <laughs> flavor. Who the hell knows what that is? And then sucralose <laughs> and maldextrin. Those are both anything with like an os at the end. Watch out for because that's just more hidden sugar. And any of the malatol, maldextrone, those types of things, they're, they're chemicals that have like a laxative effect. So really there's no real wow. food. There's no real food in that whatsoever. Mm-hmm. It's just a bunch of processed chemicals. All right. <laughs> yeah. So, so these kind of quote unquote diets, sometimes, you know, you get the weight release because basically your body's kind of starving, but it throws off your digestion. It throws off you know, go back and listen to the episodes I did with JJ Virgin, with Mark Sisson, with Dr. Allison Seebecker when I talked about SIBO, and start to really learn how what we ingest in the food, long term, it affects our metabolism, our thyroid, our brain functioning, all of that. So I'm in full support of you getting healthy, healthy, not quote unquote losing weight. Okay, me too. <laughs> yeah, and I know it can feel overwhelming, and I know it's hard to let something like this go because, quote unquote, it works. But mm-hmm. let's find you some healthier options. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, okay. my love. Sending you so much love, right. and I'll see you over in Mastery. Thank you so much, Christine. Thank okay. you. Okay. <laughs> bye bye. All right. Bye bye. Thank you, Lindsay, for sharing so much on that call. We covered so much ground. And I want to start with re-emphasizing the importance of acknowledgement, not just self-acknowledgement, but acknowledgement and celebration of how far you've come. I mean, you heard that in just over a year, Lindsay had done so, so, so much. And it's so important to acknowledge that. Like I said to her, if you're only looking ahead and you're only looking at what you have to do, it can be daunting. It can be overwhelming. So you've got to really celebrate how far you've come. And also when you're looking at what's ahead, just know that growth is part of being human. I can't say this enough. We're never done. You heard how as I was sharing things with Lindsay, she started to get a little discouraged, like, oh my gosh, there's more. There's always more. But the more tools you have and the more compassionate you are with yourself, the easier the more becomes. I know that I'm always going to be growing and evolving, but when I hit a growth spurt, I, I hit it with a level of acceptance and a level of trust knowing that I'm going to get to the other side of it. And the more I grow and the more tools I put in my toolbox and the more I'm compassionate and loving with myself, the faster my little growth spurts are. So just keep that in mind. It's part of being human. Also, and I 
have said this before, but I can't say it enough. Stop approaching yourself like something's wrong with you. Do not approach growth with a I'm wrong, fix it mindset. Approach growth with I'm human and I'm choosing a path of consciousness. So of course I'm going to continue growing. Okay, everybody, let's stop trying to get there and let's stop approaching personal growth like this fix it, self-improvement, something's wrong with me project. I also want to talk about emotional release. I asked Lindsay if she had done any anger release, or I call it temper tantrum technique release work and expectation hangover. And she said, yes, once (laughs) that's like going to the gym, working out once and expecting to be fit. It takes a little more, especially if there are years or decades of suppressed emotion and so much of depression and her version was like, can't get out of bed. Depression is from suppression is from this suppressed emotion. So don't think it's just like a one and done thing. Also don't think you have to sit and indulge in your emotion for years and years and years. It's not like that either. But as you start to move through some of the emotional residue, you'll have to do emotional release work less and less. When I was going through my depression and getting off of my medication, I did emotional release work almost every single day. Again, if you don't know what that is, get expectation hangover. Or if you're in my personal mastery course, we cover it there. I did it every day almost for a while and then things cleared. And now I don't need to do emotional release work as much. Maybe I do it a few times a year when I get really triggered or I notice I'm irritable or I notice I'm starting to feel a little sad, maybe even a little depressed, but don't just skip over it and don't try to bypass your emotions with your thoughts or with meditation or with just positive thinking because they will continue to accumulate. Another thing I did with Lindsay was talking to her body. That was something I did two weeks ago in the episode with Tiffany. If you want to go back and look at that, I believe that was episode 110. When you're talking to your body, it's a weird thing to do and it's probably new. And you heard how Lindsay jumped in really quickly and was like, ah, this doesn't work for me. And I knew she opened her eyes. I could tell by the tone of her voice. She pulled herself out of it. She just wasn't giving herself enough time. So if you're talking to your body and you're wanting to listen to your intuition, give it some time. It may not work the first time. Don't quit on yourself too soon. Also establishing that self-soothing voice. That's something that also takes time. Maybe you have a critical parent's voice inside your head, like her father's, and you don't really have connection to that self-soothing part of you. Keep practicing, keep practicing and know that whatever we didn't get from our parents are the things that we're not good at as an adult. Like she didn't get a lot of soothing. She didn't get a lot of encouragement. So if you didn't get a lot of that either, you may not be so great at doing it for yourself, but guess what? You can learn, you can learn. And I bet that whatever you're not giving yourself or whatever you didn't get from a parent, you're good at giving someone else. You can soothe someone else. You can encourage someone else. You can give advice to someone else so you can turn it on you. Lindsay also talked about, I know all these things. Why is it so hard to implement them? This is one of the most frustrating things about personal growth. (laughs) 
I get it. I get it. It's because there's so many neural nets, so many neural pathways established one way. You've had so many years and decades of doing things one way. And just because you get the awareness doesn't create change. You've got to practice. You've got to practice. You've got to take time and practice. Don't give up. But getting frustrated that you have the awareness, but things aren't embodied yet, it's not going to do you any good. You know, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine last night and we were talking about how it takes about seven years for cells to regenerate in our body. Every seven years, we have a whole new set of cells. Well, sometimes it takes integration that long. You know, I can think of things I had awarenesses about seven years ago and it took some time for them to integrate. I'm not saying all things take seven years, but remember growth is a process, not an event. So now let's talk a little bit about weight and dieting. I think I was pretty clear about my opinion of that diet that uh, Lindsay was on. I'm glad that she read me the ingredients because that confirmed my suspicion that it was processed crapola. I also am putting a link in the show notes to an article about malodextrin and sucralose. So you can learn a little bit more about that. Again, I'm not for making products or companies wrong, uh, but I am for educating you because I believe in health and I believe in human optimization. And I also want to give you another resource. You know, I'm always looking for sponsors that are a good fit. And I came across a incredible company called Noom. I had a call with them. I learned more about their program and I want to share a little bit more about this opportunity. So, you know, if you've tried to lose weight, crash diets don't work. I'm pretty clear about the fact that I don't believe in them, that kind of restriction. It's just off and on, off and on, off and on. And the diet approach to healthy weight management, it just really doesn't work. But what's the alternative? Well, stop dieting, start a weight loss, or I like to say weight release journey that actually goes somewhere with Noom. So Noom is a modern weight release program that turns temptations into behavior breakthroughs. You get a customized course designed by psychologists, nutritionists, and physicians all on your phone. This way, more than logging meals, Noom uses psychology to crush your bad habits and replace them with new healthy habits without making you feel deprived. You get 24-7 access to your personal coach and support group. This isn't an automated thing. You get an actual personal coach. That's why I love this. And over two-thirds of Noom users experience transformational weight release within just 16 weeks. Just try it for 10 minutes a day. It's clinically proven by the British Medical Journal to help you release weight and keep it off. So here's your call to action. Go to Noom, N-O-O-M.com slash over it right now to get your first two weeks of Noom for free, plus up to 50% off your subscription. That's Noom, N-O-O-M.com slash over it. We'll put that in the show notes as well to start your two week free trial. And again, get half off your subscription. Go check it out. You guys, I downloaded the app. I played around with it. Like I said, I had a call with the company and I really, really like what they're up to. And I think it's a great resource if you really want some support around releasing weight. All right. So let's talk about some takeaways for you. Go and watch the videos I did with FitLife TV. I think they're very helpful and supplemental to the information that we talked about in this program. Also, write a letter to your body, even if you're not wanting to release weight, but write a letter to your body 
asking for its forgiveness for how hard you've been on it. Ask what it needs. You know, we all can improve our health, not just by diet and exercise, but by actually listening to what our body needs. Finally, consider what you didn't get from a parent. You know, we talked about that a lot in this episode. Was it support? Was it encouragement? Was it validation? And how do you start giving that to yourself? Thank you again for listening. If you found this episode helpful, please share it. That's how the show grows. I also love when you reach out to me on Instagram, you can follow me there, send me a message, share about the podcast. I love our community. I'm so grateful you're a part of it and I'm sending you so much love and many blessings until next time. Thank you for listening to Over It Non With It. I love hearing from you. So please post your comments or questions at christinehasler.com slash podcast. That's also the place you can sign up to receive coaching from me in an upcoming episode. And if you love this show, please share it and subscribe in iTunes. You can find all my social media handles and sign up to be part of my community at christinehasler.com. Until next week, here's to getting over it and on with it. Much love and many blessings. <laughs>